What you are about to hear is a recording taken from the writer's room of the professional wrestling company, ProGraps Worldwide. It documents the brainstorming session of retired wrestler and current head of talent relations, Power P, and head writer and booker, Ramon Red Eyes Bermudez. It was recorded without their knowledge and is being released to the public. This is The Gimmick Time has come, Ramon. Absolutely. The most important show of the year is here. The Monster International. Right on Halloween Day. Yes. The especially on Halloween Day. Coming up soon. <laughs> I've got I've got my badge that has my Halloween name, Ramon Dead Eyes Bermudez. Oh, we're supposed to come up with a Halloween name? I mean, this the season. Ah, oh, you're you're right. Um Shit, I never did. Okay, I'm gonna need to get back to Petrified P. I don't want to be a zombie. That oh. sucks. Um, we'll worry about it later. I got, I got time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna think about that. Um, but you know, it's coming up. Phantom P. I like that. Actually, All right. I like that. All right, very good. Um, so it's coming up, but uh, here's the thing, Ramon. We gotta. Last year, things turned out kind of weird in the in the finals, as you remember. Yeah, we we had a we had a, a big mishmash. Um, uh, you, one would argue it was a monster mash, uh, <laughs> a graveyard bash. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I, I know the bit, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a bit of a mess. It was. So we're gonna organize it this time, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna start. We're gonna we're gonna book this tournament right now. Yeah. For when it's happening in a couple weeks. Yeah, this time we're going to have um, a scary square dance. Very organized. Right, precisely. Um, and we could skip the first round, because the first round's all, like, the, the humans that we're killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we booked all those, like, you know. But um, what we're going to do, we're going we're gonna to book these matches, and we're going we're gonna to get this together. Show's going to go off without a hitch. Okay. We're going to keep these monsters in line. All right. All right. All right. The first match between... Who you got? All right. Uh, let me check my notes. Uh, should have had these ready yes. a couple of seconds ago, but no, it's okay. All right. Um, what do you think about uh, the Seltzer Skeleton L.A. Croix? L.A. Qua. Uh, <laughs> now... Uh, <laughs> we we couldn't we couldn't get the sparkling chairman Laqua. Uh, <laughs> so we get LA Qua. Yes, which is the original Laqua, uh, but could not keep his his gimmick after he left the company. Mm, the previous company he was at, which shall remain unnamed. Yes, of course. And and now he's Listen, he's great. Uh, if we get him all the way to the end, he's got plenty of flavors to come in. Uh, <laughs> flavors he, like what? Uh, Pamplemousse. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, orange vanilla. Uh, we got um, uh, <laughs> 100% seltzer. Just, 
just the pure crisp taste of L.A. Qua. L.A. Qua with gin. <laughs> well, that's L.A. Qua nights. Dark L.A. Qua. I'm assuming with each different flavor of L.A. Qua, he's got a different outfit, right? Yes, of course. So, so like, so, so you said orange vanilla before. Mm-hmm. What color is that? Is it, is it orange or is it white? Uh, yes. Come on. Um, does it taste like a creamsicle? Uh, I do not know what his um outfit tastes like. Well, I feel like that's important because, like, I feel like they're the like. Unfortunately, I have never taken him up on his suggestion to, and I quote, eat his shorts. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like why, like, I think there's something to be done here with um, our first line of Scratch Sniff t-shirts. Okay. Um, where are we going to have the... Is it just all over or is there like special special scratch zones um yes uh it's it it's it the scratch zone is exactly where you think it's gonna be uh the armpits what no okay. why would we put it there um that's the sexiest part of a t-shirt uh, wow uh, <laughs> wow wow this is nipple erasure <laughs> this is nipple window erasure <laughs> Uh, the se- the sexiest part of a T-shirt is when you cut down the top and you make th- and you make it the cleavage window. <laughs> um, the sexiest part of a T-shirt I, I is be- when you crop it off <laughs> and leave those like tassels dangling. I, I believe you're going to upset um, the crew neck uh, community. <laughs> um, I'm saying the crew neck community. I'm upsetting. The V-neck community. Uh, the American Apparel uh, soft fabric community doesn't like me either. And you know what? I'm glad they do. I, I hope I hope they're upset. And I hope they come after me. They don't have the fucking balls. All right. Fuck uh, racerbacks while we're at it. All right? Okay. Uh, unnecessary. You're right. That's a tank top. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a whole different level of sexy that we just don't have time to consider here. Yeah, we might. Does this have anything to do with your uh, monster? Um, not this one, but maybe a later one. Oh, uh, so, uh, oh no- I see. You're keeping me in suspense. Tis the season. Yeah, good horror tropes. So put, put L.A. Qua uh, on the board. Okay. Okay, we're just using the orange one. That's fine. So, Alec Qua, thank you for putting the dots between the letters. That's that is essential. Uh, oh, okay, anarchy symbol. I love it. Actually, Alec <laughs> um, Qua uh, will be facing in the first round. Uh, monster video. Monster video. Monster video is a golem. Uh, a golem constructed entirely of old VHS tapes. <laughs> Okay, um, I, I imagine he's uh, a real, you know, a real large fellow, a real blockbuster. Uh, uh, don't. I mean, I know blockbuster is dead, so it's appropriate. And actually, I was about to tell you not to do that, but you know what? You, you just improved this gimmick. 
So now, now there's backstory. Monster Video rose from the depths of an abandoned blockbuster that was shut down, and then the tapes not shipped off to Blockbuster to be distributed and sold at sold wholesale. So all the tapes came together and formed this giant golem named Monster Monster Video, sponsored by Blockbuster. <laughs> the one Blockbuster in like Wyoming or something, Oregon specifically. Or, okay, thank you, thank you for doing the research that I didn't. I mean, I just knew it. Thank you for having previously done the research that i didn't i'm just saying i kick fucking ass at trivia nights that you keep skipping out on um i'm recording a podcast at those times no no oh right right so monster video huh monster video is and here's the thing all of monster videos clips are all uh, not clips wow (laughs) all of monster videos promos are clips from the tapes like monster video to cut a promo will break off one of the tapes on their body Put it in the VCR that's in their belly, because they have a VCR in their belly. That's how this works. And then, like, a clip a clip will play. Mm. Monster Video, the most terrifying creature of them all. An anthology. Yes, precisely. Um, and it's just, like, every dumbass thing on video. It's like, you know, like, the... The, uh... What is, like, the thing that's, like, they're gonna eat me... They're, they just ate her, and now they're gonna eat me? Oh, Trolls 2. Yeah, that, that clip from Troll two, Trolls 2. Um... The Garbage Day clip from uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Oh, okay. So Monster Video, uh, in spite of having, you know, the the entirety of blockbuster sim- cinema um, attached to themselves, uh, has decided to go with um, uh, Ebong World favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many, how many bangers can you think of that came from romantic comedies? Um... Did Valentine's Day come out after the advent of DVD? I have no idea what that movie is. Okay. Don't then. explain it. No problem. Um, I'm, I'm just saying they'll pull like from other things. Like, uh, we did some screen tests with Monster Video, and he definitely put in a tape, and uh, the clip from Big Bill Hells uh, started playing. <laughs> that isn't... It isn't a film I thought you could find a blog. This is a, this was a, a very niche blockbuster video that uh, that Monster <laughs> Video has spawned from. I mean, Monster Video was originally going to spawn from the warehouse for everythingisterrible.com, but you came up with a much better thing for it to come from. <laughs> much more relatable than my dumb shit that I came up with. I mean, listen... <laughs> We could meet halfway and just say they came from a Hollywood video. Ugh, no. God. Hollywood video is, is even more pathetic than than Blockbuster. All right, let's, let, let's keep these VHS uh, location hot takes to ourselves. I'm just saying, though, that, like, I... Th- I think I think Monster Video, though, like, occasionally puts in, like, a tape from, like, an anime dub. <laughs> Monster video, uh, whose whose intro video is the anime from um, the the beginning of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> yes, the one that no everyone remembers, and no one bothered to watch. Yes. Okay, so so our opening match of the of the tournament is La Qua versus Monster Video. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wins? Okay, so I think La Qua um, has. Uh, the speed 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're talking about a very bubbly luchador here. Mm-hmm. Um, despite, despite the fact that like, I like Qua's size. Uh, uh, I think Belize is the right term. It, you wouldn't think L.A. Qua would be particularly zippy because he's a kind of kind of a big fellow, but mm-hmm. deceives you. Yeah, that's honestly that's the magic of lucha. Like, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of the size of the person, just like incredible acrobatics. Precisely. Uh, meanwhile, we have Monster Video over here. Monster Video, uh, of course, uh, you know, like a a giant. This is this is gonna be a classic David versus Goliath story. Uh, more more like a Goliath versus faster Goliath story. I feel. Okay, so Goliath versus um, hmm, big, uh, big. Let's call him Big David. <laughs> big Dave. <laughs> all right um so i think though that like i think la qua might have the advantage here because all la qua's gotta do is pop open a can of uh of sparkling water and uh dump it on monster video and short him out mm, okay so so a, a quick one here then no no not quick like i think la qua gets his gets his ass kicked like the whole time much like in a horror movie, and then at the last moment they figure out just psh, yes, then, a, a refreshing mist right to the face. Yes, and no more like pop open a can and throws it on monster video. And monster video is like, Aah! oh sh- Okay, what if La Qua's thing is that uh, they they store up the uh, the mist, and so like the more damage that they take, the fizzier they're gonna get. Ooh, I like <laughs> it. All right, yeah, no, we're pushing La Qua. Hell yeah. L.A. Qua moves on to... L.A. Qua with the, with the Pampamoose Skeleton Spray. <laughs> L.A. Qua will move on to the second round. All right. Perfect. All right. Now, next match. Uh, who you got for the next match? Uh, I've got uh, uh, the inventor of um, jazz for the underwater section, uh, Thelonious Monkfish. <laughs> So now, Thelonious Monkfish, uh, a popular stride piano player, you know, um, uh, was famous for playing in cabaret clubs, dive bars. Ah, ah. that's two in a row you've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, also a creature from the Black Lagoon, but, you know, like, a lot cooler. Yeah, like, we already, um... We kind of, like, I mean, the Monster National was from the Black Lagoon last year. Basically, I want you to imagine, like, a yearbook that says the sea creature, and then, like, right next to it is the sea creature with sunglasses, <laughs> uh, and it says Thelonious Monkfish. Okay, yeah. Um, and don't say, we can't say the sea creature. We can say the creature from the sea. Okay, the creature from the sea, and then the creature from the sea wearing bop glasses and a fez hat. What if we said... The creature from the C sharp. That is the that, extent yeah. of my music knowledge. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's Thelonious Monkfish. Put him on the board. All right, Thelonious Monkfish. Um, I, I don't know about Thelonious Thelonious Monkfish. Oh, we're using a different color again. All right. <laughs> Oh, it's spelled with a T-H? Thelonious? I thought it was... I thought... The whole time, I thought it was an F. Th- 
So, yeah, so I was thinking... You're, this... you're out here accusing my boy, Mr. Monkfish, of felonies? Hey, you, you know what? Um, there's gonna be a felony when Thelonious Monkfish uh, faces faces uh, his opponent. Uh, the 10,000 degree knife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... I need to know more about the 10,000 degree knife. It's a knife. Okay. Heated to 10,000 degrees. Okay. And then it's just, like, it's just the knife versus whatever. And just, let's see what happens. Okay. Um, now, are we talking about uh, a 10,000 degree uh, weapon? Or are we talking about uh 10,000 degree Swedish electronic music duo from Gothenburg formed in 1999? Named what? The knife. Excuse me? <laughs> Is this wow? <laughs> they're they're really fucking wearing Phantom of the Opera masks. Fucking Bioshock Splicer masks here. <laughs> yeah, that's the knife. Um are they related to to Mac? Mac the knife. Oh god shit. from Captain Commando. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you get this! You played all video games! Yes, no, I get it. I'm just also like, here we are coming up with, with, with some good music, uh, <laughs> with a good Battle of the Band situation, and you throw in uh, Captain Commando friend, Mac the Knife. Would you rather throw in Babyhead? Yeah, sure. No, ba- no I don't want... Like- Babyhead's fucking dope! <laughs> But Listen, everybody's all like, oh, I fucking hate kids. Babyhead comes out. Babyhead's a goddamn baby inside a giant mech. You like the mech more than the baby. Uh, who's going to drive the, the mech if not the baby? <laughs> you make a bigger mech so, so that a normal-sized person can drive That's it. too much mech! <laughs> That's too much mech! <laughs> God damn it. Here's the thing with the 10,000 degree knife. I almost said $10,000 knife. <laughs> Here's the thing with I the... I mean, maybe they got expensive taste. You don't know. Perhaps, maybe. The 10,000 degree knife, uh, their matches are very short. Okay. And they either win in the first 30 seconds, uh, or they never do. And then it's just, like, pathetic. Like, it's just ass beating for the rest of it. Um, do you think the 10,000 degree knife, which, let me remind you, is a knife heated to 10,000 degrees... Can take out Thelonious Monkfish. Um, well, see, it depends because with Thelonious Monkfish, it's all about uh, the knives that he doesn't uh, pick up. <laughs> it's a good jazz joke. For it, you. yeah, it's it's out there. <laughs> here's here's the thing, though. I think that for the second round. I feel like the 10,000 degree knife versus L.A. Qua is a much more interesting match. Okay. No, I understand that. Uh, that, that makes sense. So um, how would you say uh, the 10,000 degree knife defeats uh, Thelonious Monkfish? Though? Oh, oh, just just stabs stabs itself right, th- right through his chest. Okay. Um, and it sizzles and just like right through. Now, I, I want to... Ten, the 10,000 degree knife. Are we talking about a very large knife? Are we talking about a normal sized knife that a person we're pretending isn't there is wielding? 
you gotta help me here. No, it's just a knife. I need a normal sized knife. How is this knife attacking anybody? It just is. Is it haunted? <laughs> Are we talking about a haunted knife here that is also uh, heated to 10,000 degrees? Tis the season. Um... <laughs> There's no rules, baby! <laughs> does, does the 10,000 degree knife have a tag team partner? And if not, may I suggest the red hot iron ball? <laughs> We got there. <laughs> uh, no, I figure that just like Thelonious Monkfish comes out, does his whole shtick and everything, and then the 10,000 degree knife just shoots out of the curtain from backstage and just thunks right in his chest. Jesus. The, the people in the swamps of Harlem are going to be real upset about this one. <laughs> well, that's what's happening. The knife moves on. All right. Next match of the first round. All right, I'm going to need you to start this time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I have, um, I, I got a gimmick for the kids. Uh, and it's My Neighbor Totorino. It's My Neighbor Totoro, but he's sponsored by Totinos. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't... Okay, yeah, no. That, I, it's a monster. It, it's, it's a monster. It's big. It's a monster in the same way the monsters from Where the Wild Things Are are monsters. So, I, like, it counts. Yeah. Like, are you calling me an asshole for this counting? No, I'm just saying that, like, uh, the people who show... The people who are going to come to our show and are like, yeah, I really dig Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween remakes are going to be real upset that this counts as a monster. And Well, the... Sorry, sorry, guys, but you're going to see a house of 5,000 corpses. It's only going to be half as good, but whatever. Suck it up. Was it... it wait. Was it was house of 1,000 corpses. You, you said 5,000. No, I said... I meant to say 500. Oh, uh, well, you actually made it, like, five times better. Uh, no. Like, I a, mean, no, that's too I, many corpses! It's, <laughs> it's too many corpses! Okay. The smell is overwhelming! Okay. okay. <laughs> We're going to have to put a moratorium on this one. <laughs> Oh, moratorium. Oh, God damn it. Morgatorium? What? No. I'm making, making jokes, baby. <laughs> now it's a house of 5,001 corpses. The last corpse is, is fucking the joke. Yeah, that, <laughs> that joke. That we've stomped to death. Yes. Uh, Th- this dead horse we've beaten. Oh, we, we could put a dead horse in the tournament. I mean, it would be like a Sleepy Hollow gimmick, just without the guy with the pumpkin <laughs> for a head. It's just his dead horse. <laughs> Do you want to put the dead horse in instead of my neighbor Totorino? The headless horse. The headless horse. Sponsored by to- <laughs> It's just a horse with <laughs> like a pumpkin head. <laughs> Not like a pumpkin head shaped like a horse head. Like just a, a fucking jack-o'-lantern on a horse body. Yes. Just the most fucked up sphinx you've ever seen. Precisely. The Headless Horse, sponsored by Totinos. Okay, but like, who who are we putting here? Um, <laughs> my neighbor Totorino or the Headless Horse? I'm just saying, we just, we made a lot of Totino branded umbrellas to give out at the show. <laughs> it's going to be part of the intro. He's going to come out and everyone's going to pop open their umbrellas. And then pizza rolls are going to rain from the ceiling. <laughs> It's going to be a huge mess. We're doing this for the spirit of the season, not for money. It, 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 pizza rolls are part of the season. What do you think people eat when they watch movies? 
Caramel popcorn. Nobody eats popcorn, Ramon. Um, it's a snack for cowards. Good and plenty's. Ew, what? Oh! <laughs> oh! Who the fuck are you? Wow, that is... <laughs> I should be saying wow. Yo, your house must suck on Halloween. Oh, no. I, I'm trying to figure out what's worse. You giving... People who give out, like, stickers and pennies, or you who gives out good and plenties. Jeez. Unnecessary. My house gives out gumdrops. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You're a villain. A Halloween villain. You're in this tournament, you monster. <laughs> well, I already got my name. Dead Eyes Bermudas. Shut the fuck up. Alright, so it's My Neighbor Totorino. Yes, My Neighbor Totorino. Maybe we could get a, ho- a horse in for him to ride in on. Ah, My Neighbor. <laughs> we just gotta get this done. <laughs> God. Ooh. We're, we're certainly getting the trick part of how, of Trick or Treat going tonight. Alright, well... Uh, mine is, ironically enough for the adults in the audience, it's perhaps the greatest monster of them all. Yeah. A CEO. Uh, it's the corporate blood dragon, Enron Shenron. <laughs> oh, no! Now, the Enron Shenron is really more about, um, you know, doing drugs. Um... <laughs> Doing drugs at times when uh, they should be trading, um, specifically the money of the people of this fair country. Um, <laughs> Enron Shenron is more about, uh, like I said, a corporate a corporate blood dragon. So they are all about uh, taking the blood from teenagers to keep themselves young. Oh, oh, one of those mm-hmm. sort of things. Uh, how do they trick the teenagers into giving them blood? Uh, they don't. Uh, the teenagers need the money. It's pretty grim. Yeah, I know. Um, this is one of those more, like, um, serious monster movies. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is a, need, need I remind you that, uh, and what was it again? Enron Shenron, the corporate blood dragon. Yeah, Enron Shenron is facing a, a child's movie star a cuddly beautiful kindly movie star sponsored by totinos uh yeah that that's why it's going to mean more when um enron shenron takes the life out of them and it takes the spirit out of the audience just absolute just heartbreaking i mean i'm i i don't feel great about this right now the there will be no smiles in that 15-minute period. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, we need a bloodbath, so yeah. Put them up. I'll put them on the See, board. the best thing about this is that um, using the magic of uh, cinematography, we don't actually need to use that much blood. Uh, people are going to forever think about this as a very gory match, uh, when in fact, uh, not much blood. Just a lot of shadow play, um, a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Um, a lot of puppetry, uh, put them on the board, please. Uh, okay. So, so in this, like we are confirming that 
Enron Shemron is winning this match. Well, unless you can convince me why, um, uh, how my neighbor Totorino could uh, use the po- the the power of children's laughter to maybe win. Kids love pizza rolls. It's a snack they can make at home when their parents are at work. <laughs> you know why they're at work? Why are they at work? Because somebody's making money for Enron Shenron. <sighs> Enron Shenron wins. Put him, move him on. I just hope we have a good opponent for him in the next round. I'm mixing holidays here. Oh, boy. Um, as we know, Halloween is the last bastion against Christmas creep. Yes. Um, and I want to I wanna bring some of that terror to this tournament. So, not, well, who I have is the Xmas spirit. The Christmas spirit is a giant monster of tangled Christmas lights. Come together from discarded lines of Christmas lights that people couldn't be bothered to untangle. So they just threw them out. And, and just bought new ones. And in vengeance, all of these Christmas lights have come together to form this monster. The X in the Xmas spirit. Uh, we're going to make them extreme? I'm thinking a lot of whipping. A lot of whipping. Yes. Our, our... Oh, we talk about triple extreme here. I uh, guess we are now, and I wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> I mean, no, no, let's... I, I was here like, oh, maybe the Xmas spirit steals, like, uh, some child's uh, gifted skateboard to be, like, extreme. But you were like, nah, we gotta, we gotta get some sort of lit-up cat nine tails in this. Uh, I mean, kind of. I mean, did you ever play the Christmas Lights Nerf game? No, I have no idea what that is. Okay, no, it's it's something me and me and my family used to do. It's like... Um, each person gets a Nerf gun, you wrap it in Christmas lights, and you plug it into the wall. Um, and you, we, the, whole, the object is to try and shoot the other person uh, with your Nerf gun and try to dodge out of the way of them. And the first person to have their lights go out by yanking it out of the wall loses. And so you're really just trying to shoot them and get them like, mad enough that they run after you and yank their thing out of the wall. Okay. Uh, this is much better than what I was going to go for, which is the Xmas spirit being like, ah, I got more than one kind of plug. Ah. Oh, boy. Now, let's do the skateboarding thing or, like, bungee jumping. The skateboard and Nerf guns. Like, extreme, but we're talking about, like, 90s extreme here. Yeah, but there's, like, kind of this, like, this thing hanging over him where everyone thought it was going to be, you know, the other one. And then... The Exodus spirit comes out. They're like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Who's the Exodus spirit facing? All right. Um, well, this one is a special creation. Um, see, I like to imagine that I played the part of Dr. Frankenstein's monster, uh, who, as we established, uh, became a doctor in and of himself. Uh, Dr. Dr. Frankenstein's monster uh i vaguely remember this please watch our show last year (laughs) (laughs) but anyway i wow i can't believe you put a man pee watch the product sometime (laughs) (laughs) anyway i played the part of uh, a creator of homunculi uh and i would like to introduce this character right now oh what 
uh, hey, I'm uh, Michael Cena. Um, you know, I'm a combination of um, Michael Sarah and John Cena. <laughs> Isn't that wacky? Um, well, anyway, uh, I'm I'm here to represent, uh, you know, the the three uh, tenets of thugonomics. I used to be a, a doctor in um, thugonomics, but you know, um, that's not really kosher with the people I hang out with anymore. But um, I still uh, kind of represent for. <laughs> Um, you know, I do, uh, uh, hustle, um, but, you know, it's a good type of hustle, the, the kind of hustle where you're a, a good worker and stuff, not, like, um, cheating people, that's, that's a bad hustle, I don't do that kind of hustle, um, I do loyalty, uh, which is part of the, the good hustle, um, I, I like to be loyal, um, and then, the, I also... Uh, I think respect is real important too. So that's the three things I do. I'm all about hustle, loyalty, and respect. Um, and so you know, um, I like to do the my five moves of doom. Uh, you know, I I like to say that because it gets me a little closer to the internet wrestling community. Um, <laughs> they're not crazy about it, but you know, people still cheer me. Uh, they boo me too. Um, it's okay. Well, anyway, um, I'll, I'll see you guys later. Uh, you won't see me, though, because you can't. You can't see me. Um, I'm Michael Cena. Uh, talk to you later. And so that was, um, that was my Frankenstein creation, Michael Cena. Michael Cena loses to the Christmas spirit. But P, Michael... <laughs> Michael Cena is so important to the kids. The kids who we let down with the result of the last match. I will reluctantly allow Michael Cena to move to the second round. It's going to be... Ugh, I cannot wait for Michael Cena to get his ass kicked for most of his match against the Christmas Spirit. And the Christmas Spirit is going to botch a kickflip and Michael Cena will beat him. Well, I mean, that's why Michael Cena likes to say um, his time, well, him as in the Exmouth Spirit, uh, the Exmouth Spirit's time is up, and uh, my time, my time in this case being Michael Cena, because he's the one saying it, yeah, yeah. Uh, his time is... Michael time is now. Yeah, my, Michael time is now, exactly. <laughs> that Yeah, his famous phrase, Michael time is now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so a semifinal match. Between L.A. Qua and the 10,000 Degree Knife. Um, now, see, the 10,000 Degree Knife seems like they've really, like, lucked out on the draw because this is the second water-based, uh, <laughs> like, it, ba basically, uh, if this were a Pokemon game, like, uh... It, the 10,000 degree knife has been facing exclusively uh, people who are weak to him. I mean, I think it would, it's the opposite thing. Because I think L.A. Qua, uh, as long as he shakes himself up enough, could get like uh, a mist off and cool down the 10,000 degree knife. Hmm. Uh, see, I think it would work 
if he had stored up the mist from the last match, but we established that he was going to let that go. Unless you're suggesting maybe some sort of attack in the back that mm, <laughs> would be detrimental, seemingly, to L.A. Qua. But really, it's just built up their power meter. Are you suggesting the 10,000 degree knife attacks L.A. Qua from behind? Um... I mean, somebody's got to attack L.A. Qua from behind. And the 10,000 degree knife, up until this point, has no, <laughs> has no explanation on how, on how they attack. So L.A. Qua just comes stumbling out with the 10,000 degree knife in his back already. Oof. And then, and we all think that, like, the match is, like, over right there. Oh, yeah, just... you think it's just over before it started. But I think L.A. Qua definitely keeps, keeps, keeps the spirit up. Down to Kiwi Strawberry. <laughs> Sparkling water. And then yanks out the 10,000 degree knife. Uh, but then drops it because it's a 10,000 degree knife and burns his hand. Oh, so is this one of those knives that's just like metal all over? Like Yes! It, like the hilt is metal too. It's just all one continuous uh, lump of metal that is also like cooked to ten thousand degrees. Yes, it is constantly living in a forge, and then it's immediately taken out, and then, <laughs> in this case, stabbed in the back of, of its opponent. <laughs> um, but how do how do we conclude this match? Who wins? Um. So I think that La Qua. No, no, uh, the ten thousand degree knife. Uh, did this attack with with the intention of like getting the match done early? Uh, they used up their 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 they used up all their heat, essentially. Ah, <laughs> look at you using using. No, like it's literally hot and it's not hot anymore. No, you're using, now it's just the you're night. using terms from the biz. I've been teaching you. I've been working here for X amount of years. Yeah. And now you're finally learning the slang. That's heat, brother. I'm going to go ahead and just mark L.A. Qua as the winner. Wow. Wow. Hmm. I don't know if I'm upset about this or not. L.A. Qua is going to the finals. Against whom, though? Because there's Enron Shenron versus Michael Cena. Michael Cena who is weakened from fighting the extra spirit, now has to face an even bigger deity, one that has made children cry and is, and has waged and has taken their, taken the life force of their parents and made them work long hours and stolen money and stolen blood. Granted zero wishes. I want, I think we should make it clear. Enron Shenron despite the name, is not in the business of, of, of granting wishes, unless it's his own. Okay, but I do want to remind you that Michael Cena has worked with Jonah Hill. Oh, shit. I don't know what that means, but oh, shit. Uh, it means they're super bad. So how do we apply this? How does Michael Cena beat Enron Shenron? Well, using using my logic of uh, Jonah Hill, uh, having been in the movie um, The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, <laughs> Michael Cena knows the ins and outs of insider trading. 
therefore, uh, Enron Shenron's trickery uh, does not work. And I feel like Michael Cena, Michael- in, in another trick learned from the Wolf on Wall Street, for once, like, because Michael, Michael Cena has a hard side. He doesn't let out often. But he does let out the side where he points at Enron Shenron and he says, You look like shit, so fuck you. <laughs> He also dresses bad. You forgot that part. Michael Cena? And no, Enron Shenron. Yes, and, that, and Michael Cena is pointing it out, and Enron Shenron spontaneously combusts because yes, of it. Of course. It's the sickest burn. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, that, so Michael Cena goes on to the finals of the Monster International. God, there is so much to learn about uh, hit Martin Scorsese movie, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, there is. It's... Ugh. The finals, L.A. Qua versus Michael Cena. Uh, now, this is going to be a tricky one because we started this off uh, talking about how many different flavors um, L.A. Qua comes, uh, like, comes in. Uh, the thing is, uh, at least one half of Michael Cena, John Cena, also has different flavors, as we know from the multitude of shirts. Uh, yes. that are part of his um, yeah, Mike, merchandise. Michael Cena has flavors. Uh, red. Yellow. Mm-hmm. Blue. Mm-hmm. Green. Tastes like medicine. <laughs> <Yeah>. Red. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> Indigo. Uh, grape. Black. Also grape. But like <laughs> a deeper grape. <laughs> Um, so, so, like, so, Michael Cena comes in very basic flavors, whereas, uh, L.A. Qua comes in, uh, complex flavors, you know, uh, stuff that plays with the tongue. Um, we've got Cherry Limeade, we've got, um... We're just going through all through them all again. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, of course. Uh, we got, uh, Pina Colada, um... <laughs> We've got a strawberry daiquiri. Um, Wait a minute. I know what all these are. Is L.A. Qua secretly Mad Dog 2099? From the future, baby! From the future! (laughs) Bringing them back! (laughs) And it's Mad Dog 2099, not Mogan David 2099. I don't care what the internet says. Yeah, fuck you, Mogan. So, okay, so the rebranded, um... Mad Dog, Mad Dog 2099, um... L.A. Qua. L.A. Qua. Now, L.A. Qua, who I think in the middle of this match, unmasked as Mad Dog 2099, <laughs> and the crowd goes nuts, the announcers go nuts, Michael Cena doesn't know what to do, and then he just gets plastered over the head with a chair and pelted with cans or something. <laughs> Yes, the, uh, the the classic uh, programs worldwide um, audience participation moment, uh, the fortified wine riot. <laughs> they're also throwing like all all like the umbrellas and the pizza rolls and shit. Just they're just filling the ring with it. But Eliqua, um, I think I think we both are in agreement. Eliqua wins the 2018 Monster International. Love it. The spicy water skeleton does it again. I fucking hate it so much. <laughs> does it again for the first time. <laughs> <laughs>